0: hello hello beautiful friend today i am choosing violence <laughs> not violence against you but violence against the enemy of our soul and just really i'm wanting to expose the lies of the enemy especially around alcohol i'm pulling in ephesians five eleven. it says take no part in the worthless deeds of evil and darkness instead expose them So my hope for this episode is that it will stir you and stir your spirit up and fire you up and just motivate you and inspire you to get free from this, um, to take whatever action and whatever steps are necessary um, to to keep walking in your faith Um, I've been thinking about this this morning. It's, it's really, it's not all about sobriety. It's about sanctification. Like God is like set us, setting us apart for his purposes and alcohol is, it's holding us back. You know, alcohol holds us back. It keeps us stuck and it's time to move forward. You know, um, there's so much craziness going on in the world. Like God needs his people to wake up. Wake up and hear this truth. All right, let's dive in. Hey friend, welcome to Beyond the Booze. I'm your host, Victoria Plummer, daughter of the most high, wife, boy, mom, and multi-passionate entrepreneur. I know that you are sick of wallowing in shame after another night of binge drinking. I know that you want to quit, but you can't imagine a life without alcohol my mission is to set you free from the lies fears and habits that are keeping you stuck in a toxic relationship with alcohol in this podcast you'll learn about spiritual growth personal development healthy lifestyle habits and recovery education so that you can start living a life you love if you're ready to take your power back grow in your faith and live a more purposeful life you are in the right place whip up your favorite mocktail. Let's do this. Hey friend, welcome back. As I said in the intro today, I really wanted to talk about how the enemy is deceiving us and how, um, I guess really it's, it's the truth about alcohol and, um, yeah, exposing the lies of the enemy. I just, felt this fire about it you know this week um, and just you know really wanted to expose it you know in Ephesians 5:11 like I said in the intro it says take no part in the worthless deeds of evil and darkness. instead expose them. And I have another verse that I want to share. it's John 10:10The 10, 10, thief's purpose is to steal and kill, kill and destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. This is the New Living Translation. So the thief, meaning the enemy, um, the thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. And Jesus, his purpose is to give us a rich and satisfying life with him. Um, I also wanted to read... A little bit from Ephesians six. Um, I'm just gonna read the beginning um, because I I want to like again expose the truth first. So I have like five points I'm gonna make and share with you. Um, if you're taking notes by any chance, <laughs> um, there's gonna be yeah five points major you know points here and then yeah and then I want to come back to the end and talk about like combating his lies. Okay, so um, in Ephesians 6, it's talking about like spiritual warfare. Um, and that's, that's part of what's going on right now. Um, as far as like with alcohol and the struggle with alcohol, it's spiritual warfare. So, Ephesians 6 10, it says, finally be strengthened by the Lord and by his vast strength. Put on the full armor of God so that you can stand against the schemes of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers of this darkness, against evil spiritual forces in the heavens. So, you know if you're not aware there, you know, there is a battle going on and we can't see it. It's in the spiritual realm. It's, you know, I don't know if you've ever heard, there's this book called the screw tape letters. It's a very popular Christian book. Um, I can't think of the author right now, um, but it's called the screw tape letters. And it's basically like this demon and he's like, teaching a younger demon how to deceive Christians. And so like, you know, he's telling, you know, this demon to do these things like, you know, whispering a lie or, you know, yeah, just, it's mostly like lies It it all happens in the mind. Um, so, you know, that is the enemy's playground is our mind. And so again, this is something I've just been meditating on a lot. It's just how powerful belief is like our faith operates from belief. Like we believe that Jesus died for our sins and rose from the dead and made a way for us to have a relationship with God. And the only way we have that is through belief. Like we have to believe it in order to have it. (laughs) Um, and so it makes sense why the enemy works through causing us to like doubt or by feeding us lies or deceiving us because everything we do starts in our mind and and what we believe and what we think and you know there's a scripture you can you know try to google it or look it up cuz I don't have it on the top of my I don't have it written down right now but it's you know basically to take captive every thought And make it obedient to Christ. Which is to me. It's a fancy way of saying like. Basically be aware of what you're thinking. And when you're what you're thinking doesn't align with God's word. We need to, to take that thought and change it to something that aligns with God's truth. And stop thinking about whatever that lie was. You know, so whether it's like, you know, oh, like I, you know, I want to do this, like I want to, you know, drink or I want to smoke tonight or whatever, like, and you know, no one will know, like, it'll just be this one time and I'm not going to do it again. And so we start telling ourselves that lie, right? And when we start believing it, we start acting on it. But if we can stop ourselves, like stop that thought right there and be like, and either just tell yourself no, and like try to move on to something else and like, don't even think about it. Um, that's, you know, that's kind of where I'm at right now, but sometimes you need something else to hold on to. Um, and that's where you would, you know, go into scripture and try to find something that you can meditate on instead. You know, like, like I said in the beginning, um, take no part in the worthless deeds of evil and darkness. Instead, expose them. So that could be mean for you, like, okay, I'm not going to take any part in this idea that I have. I'm going to expose it. And maybe that's where you have an accountability partner and tell them. Okay, this has been a long intro. I'm going to dive in now. <laughs> so, again, I have five ways that the enemy is, you know, deceiving us, basically. Um, and it all is stemming mostly from the verse John 10, 10. The thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. So the first way that, you know, he is lying to us about alcohol is is he's robbing us. He's stealing from us. He's stealing or alcohol really i mean both you know it it's all working together um it's the perfect concoction for this it's stealing your ability to have fun have joy and have passion for life without alcohol it's hijacking your brain okay like there i i i didn't you know go looking for like research and articles like there's plenty of research and plenty of articles we can look look for um but with the limited time I have right now I am just going by what I know (laughs) um and what I'm really familiar with which is scripture and so and and I do know this that that alcohol and and drugs and even you know Things that are not considered drugs, like food, you know. Um, let me not get into that, but <laughs> we'll stay with alcohol and drugs, okay? It stills our ability to have fun and have joy and passion for life without it. So, you know, a, a good substitute would be sin, right? Sin, because it could be anything. It could even be like porn. Um, it's stilling your ability to have fun, have joy, and passion without that thing. Um, And so that's one way it robs us because we were created in the likeness of God and God doesn't need drugs. He doesn't need alcohol. He doesn't need any sort of sin to be ultra creative. Like he's so creative. You can just, I mean, I'm looking outside right now and you know, there's just so many different plants and you know, we were made in his image. We were made to be Creative, like full of life, um, and full of passion, you know. And alcohol steals that from us, um. So, and another thing, a way that he steals or alcohol steals is it starts to steal our identity. You know, we and we start believing Satan's lies over God's truth over us. You know, we start thinking that, you know, that we're not worthy or. Um, that we aren't lovable or any of those things. And and maybe that's not completely alcohol. I mean, it could, you know, coincide. But, you know, the enemy starts, you know, is trying to steal our identity. And our identity is from God. And we have to get our identity from God because he's the one that created us. You know, if he's the one that created us, it makes sense to go to the owner and ask how we you know, what he created us for, who we are to him, you know, and asking him those questions. And I highly recommend going on a treasure hunt and finding out what God says about us and who we are. A really good place is Ephesians chapter one. I really love Ephesians apparently, (laughs) but Ephesians chapter one is a really great place. Like, you know, a few of our identity, um, a few bits of our identity is that we're children of God. We are made new. We are loved. We are chosen. We were um, beautifully and wonderfully made. Like, I had to remind myself that this week. And when I wasn't feeling so great about myself, I'm like, you know what? I might be feeling a little bloated today, but I am still beautifully and wonderfully made. Um, yeah, so... That's one way, right? He he steals and he robs from us. He steals our ability to have fun and have joy and passion for life and he steals our identity. Um but I I wanted to, you know, side note this that like I don't want you to feel like hopeless after hearing this episode. I want you to feel fired up because once you know what he's been doing and how he's been stealing from you, it kind of like gives you this righteous anger and this righteous like passion to like take your stand, you know, and to take action and do whatever it takes. Like, you know, AA or, um, celebrate recovery. Like those are great. And I think, you know, the steps are awesome, um, for anybody, but sometimes maybe that's not for you and that's totally fine. I think God still like wants us to take some action And it might not be like going to a treatment center. It might be, um, joining a church. It might be, um, you know, hiring a mentor. It might be, I don't know, like, that's why you have to talk to him and have a relationship with him, you know, and get in prayer with him. And, and again, I'm exposing these lies to remind you, um, that you can talk to God, that you can go to God, um, and that there's no condemnation, you know, that God loves you. Like there's so many stories in the Bible where people, um, have gone astray and God is just like waiting for you to come back with open arms. He's not mad at you. Um, that's just what the enemy wants you to think. So you'll continue to stay away from God. And, you know, when you're not like connected with God, like you like you need that connection with him. You need that connection with him, and he wants that connection with you. So I don't know what that's for, but I'm just um I guess I had a harp on that for a little bit. Okay, all right, again, from John ten ten, the next thing he said is the thief's purpose is to it said steal, right? And I mentioned that. and the next thing is to kill. He wants to kill us. and I mean, It's obvious um, alcohol kills people every single day. I actually looked at the statistics. um, That's like the only thing I looked up. It said that there's 95,000 alcohol-related deaths in the U.S. annually. 10,500 number of drunk driving deaths in the United States annually. And then 47,500. Numbers of deaths attributed to long-term health failure from drinking. So, alcohol literally is killing us. It's a poison. It's a toxin. Um, it's a carcinogen. Like if you look at the World Health Organization, they have a list of you know carcinogens, which are like things that ca- can cause cancer, and alcohol is listed. You know, and but the, of course, the alcohol industry doesn't want us to know that. Satan doesn't want us to know that or think about that. Um, as I was writing this, I actually remembered one of my uncle's like best friends. He actually got drunk one night and shot himself and he had a daughter, he had a wife and you know, like, ugh, it just breaks my heart. Um, I'm sorry. I hope that didn't, wasn't triggering for anyone, but Gosh, this stuff, it's just so sobering. You know, you just, uh, we just have to realize this. Like we have to wake up that, you know, we're, uh, let me, let me just jump down to another one. So he, one of the ways that the enemy operates is through deception. You know, he deceives us into being so short-sighted and alcohol does this too, it changes our brain to make us just, I mean, it kills our brain cells. I forgot to mention that it does kill our brain cells. Um, and it uh, makes us more impulsive. Um, there's, there's a podcast by Andrew Huberman. It's called, it's called, um, alcohol and its effect on the brain and the body. And there's so much literature on this. Um, there's just, there's just no denying it. Okay. Um, I don't have like sources cited though. So if you're, you know, wanting to dig into that, then I encourage you to dig into that and check out that, um, podcast from Andrew Huberman. Um, but yeah, you know, the enemy is deceiving us into thinking like so short sighted. Like all we see is like right here and right now. Like he doesn't allow you to see the future, you know, like we're just seeing like, oh, how am I supposed to have fun? without alcohol it's like you know at first yeah it's it's it it actually does take your brain a while about three months before you can you know before it's healed enough from the alcohol to be able to enjoy life again you know it, it does take some time i mean every day it gets better and better so please don't let that discourage you um but That's another reason I'm very excited. I'm um, getting ready to launch my wellness coaching offer. I know I've mentioned this in past episodes, but um, I'm getting closer to launching that finally. And for me, this program is going to be like, it's going to be like the fertile soil for you to like grow in, you know, because it's, it's so hard to do this all on your own and like without somebody helping you along the way and like teaching you like coping skills and, you know, helping you focus on things outside of alcohol to make yourself feel better, um, to help you grow in your faith. Um, and I'll, I'll share more about this in the future. But again, this is like just another reason I'm so excited about it because I just I feel like it's going to be fertile soil um, to like grow from um so anyways yeah you know he's he operates through deception deceiving you into believing that you can just have one or that you aren't hurting anybody but yourself or um that it's not that big of a deal or you know that you need it to sleep or um you know, you won't be fun, or life's gonna suck. It's gonna be boring. Um, all these lies, you know, or that you're gonna fail. Um, and you know, in in scripture it says, if God is with you, you will not fail. You will not fail. And you know how you get how you get to that by believing that God's word is true. God's word over anything you think. Like, if God says that you will not fail, you will not fail. You have to believe that. You have to believe that. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, another way he deceives us into, is into thinking that we're powerless. Um, I think once we get, like, for me, I've had this mindset shift around powerlessness and alcohol. It's like, you're not powerless until you have it in your system, you know, then that's when I think you're powerless. I think you do have the power to choose and it can be very, very hard to choose, you know, the right thing. Um, and that's where grace comes in. And, you know, if, if you, you know, fall short, that's where God's grace comes in and, you know, you're forgiven and you can keep moving forward. Um, and, you know, make those changes without being stuck in shame and being stuck in guilt. You can move forward freely knowing that Jesus died and paid for that sin. And that, you know, he he wants you to continue to pursue his plans and purposes for you. Like, just because you failed once doesn't mean you're out of the game. You're still in the game. Um, okay. Whew, I feel like I'm on a little tangent today, but I did say I'm choosing violence, so hope you are uh enjoying this <laughs> i'm not just uh firing myself up over here but either way it's fine okay so um i jumped down to deception but i did want to jump back up a little bit so on again john ten ten, it says the thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy okay so destroy he operates by destroying right like that's one of his purposes I guess so we obviously like it's so obvious and it's like alcohol has killed so many marriages it has killed so many people's dreams it's destroyed lives you know like you get oh my gosh I you know there's so like there's so many tragedies that happen from alcohol like you know you know, obviously killing someone that would destroy your life if, because you'd be in prison for the rest of your life, you know, like, um, yeah, I mean, it destroys marriages. There's so many, you know, you can look up the d- statistics on that. There's like so many alcohol related divorces that happen. Um, but you know, of course the enemy doesn't want us to see that he doesn't want us to think, that alcohol is going to destroy our marriage or our family. I mean, how many of you had a parent who was an alcoholic or a binge drinker? You know, I, I, I'm willing to bet that if you're listening to this right now, most likely one of your parents was an alcoholic or abused alcohol in some way. And that was normalized to you you know, um, that behavior was normalized and you know, the, it's like, it's like this generational, um, sin that just keeps passed on and passed on. And it's just because you see it happening and you don't realize like, Oh, like this isn't, this isn't right. You know, um, this isn't good. Like and and until someone stops it it's just going to continue being passed on and passed on so it's it's realizing that it's not like that that lie that it's only hurting you it's such a lie like because it's it's hurting it can hurt your family you know it can um again normalize the behavior for your children and then your children fall into that same pattern and obviously we don't have control over everything i'm just saying like the enemy blinds us and makes us short-sighted about it and doesn't let us see how this affects us in the future you know it doesn't he doesn't let us see this destroying our health that it's destroying our brain that it um can destroy our marriage if you know one night we have too many and we end up doing something we really regret and destroy our marriage that night you know it doesn't it doesn't let you see that alcohol doesn't let you see that that's going to happen um okay and my last point so i the next one was deception but i jumped ahead the last one is is one of the ways that the enemy works is through accusing us you know it it in the Bible, it says that he's the accuser of the brethren, which is like the accuser of us believers. And, you know, often, I think one of the reasons that we do drink is we have some something that we haven't brought to the light or that we feel ashamed about or that, you know, like we, you know, aren't forgiving ourselves for, um, Even though Jesus died and has already forgiven us for it, like we still, you know, humans are the only people that continue to beat ourselves up or beat other people up for things that happened in the past. Like animals don't do that. Like we're the only people who do that, you know, and God has forgiven us. And, and, you know, in the Bible, it says there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So if you believe in Jesus and accepted him as your Lord and savior, then, you know the enemy can accuse and accuse and accuse but then you know there's Jesus and his blood has covered your sins and so um that is a lie so if you've felt accused or you feel shame or guilty like that's all like the enemy um obviously there is like godly guilt you know and you know some things we do need to confess to someone else and um pray with them um because you know that can help like lift it from us. and uh, sometimes it's one of those things we have to confess to God over and over and keep giving it to him and and remind ourselves, like, no, Jesus paid for that already. Jesus paid for that already. And just, you know, until you like stop meditating on it, like stop thinking about that thing that happened. you know, and um this might be something that requires therapy. I'm not gonna like act like I have all the answers. Some of these things, you know, like, and that might be a step that you need to take in your journey is to, you know, talk to a biblical counselor or talk to, you know, a therapist. Um, I'm not sure, you know, I just, I'm just saying like, this isn't just a easy, like one step journey. Like that's not always how we're healed. Like sometimes there is a process. Um, And often I'm going to say often there's a process. To, to being fully healed from you know from this um and one of those might be you know dealing with the past um by talking to somebody um but yeah that those are my <laughs> five lies um of the enemy yeah I, I actually i'm sorry i didn't like title this yet so <laughs> i'm trying to like find the right words for this but this is These are like the five ways that the enemy attacks or um, lies um, or deceives us is one, steal, two, kill, three, destroy, four, deception, five, accusation. Um, So I did want to just finish this episode off with reading from the rest of that verse from Ephesians 6 taking a deep breath cuz this was a mouthful. So, okay. Again, I'm starting at Ephesians 6:10. It says, "Finally, be strengthened by the Lord and by his vast strength. Put on the full armor of God so that you can stand against the schemes of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers of this darkness against evil spiritual forces in the heavens for this reason take up the full armor of god so that you may be able to resist in the day in the evil day and have prepared everything to take your stand stand therefore with truth like a belt around your waist righteousness like armor on your chest And your feet sandaled with the readiness for the peace, for the gospel of peace. In every situation, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Pray at all times in the Spirit with every prayer and request, and stay alert with all perseverance and intercession for all the saints. So I wanted to just kind of quickly, quickly go through this. So it says, stand therefore with the truth, like a belt around your waist. The truth is Jesus. It's God's word. That is the truth. And then it says righteousness, like armor on your chest, you know? And so the enemy tries to accuse us. He's, you know, trying to deceive us. Uh, steal our identity. So we need to have the armor of righteousness. Like we are in right standing with God because of Jesus. Um, we need to be, we need to know the truth. It says with the truth, like a belt around your waist. So that means, you know, we need to be in God's word every day. We need to, you know, even if it's just the verse of the day and through the Bible app, really something is better than nothing. Um, and it says, and your feet, sandaled with the readiness for the gospel of peace. Um, And to me, this is like being ready to share the gospel um, that there, that anyone can have peace with God through Jesus. Um, And then it says in every situation, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Um, So, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm a Bible expert, but the shield of faith. So I just think about like when the enemy is throwing, you know, these lies at us, um, by having like faith in what God says, you know, like, so if we think that we can't have joy without, you know, alcohol or drugs or whatever. Um, knowing that it says that Jesus came to give us a rich and satisfying life and having faith in that. Um, and then it says, take the helmet of salvation. So you're protecting your mind by knowing that you are saved. And then it says, and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Um, Again, the word of God is so powerful. Um, we can speak the word of God out loud, like when there is like a lie um, that we're believing. Um, it's kind of like ugh, I don't have it with me right now. Oh, here it is. Yeah, Matthew four one through eleven. When Jesus was tempted, he declared, "It is written," and he would repeat out Scripture. And you can go back to like one of my, I think it's like the third episode where it's like three scriptures to, you know, um, oh, three scriptures to like fight temptation. Um, so, you know, having these verses memorized is really helpful. Um, let me see. And then, yeah, pray at all times and stay alert. Uh, Often when it says stay alert, it's like be of sober mind. And then it says with all perseverance and intercession for all the saints. So, you know, um, persevering, meaning to like keep going. And then intercession is like just asking, asking God for, you know, whatever it is you need. Um, yeah. So I think I'm going to stop the episode right here. I hope that this was helpful for you and, um, yeah, really expose some lies and expose some truths. And yeah, if you have any questions, feel free to like shoot me a DM or if you have a comment, um, I'm going to post this in the Facebook group. Come join us over in the beyond the boost Facebook group. Um, you know, come be friends over on Instagram and yeah, shoot me a DM. Cause I would love to connect. I've been more active on social media. Um, And so I definitely would love to connect and I've really been enjoying connecting with people lately, um, as I've been more active. So anyways, I hope you have a great week and I hope this episode was helpful. Last but not least, if this episode was helpful for you, please leave a review and rate the podcast on Apple and I will catch you guys in the next episode. Have a great one.